Listener discretion is advised. Hello, beautiful people. This is Shit You Might Have Missed on Flash Black Radio. I am DaVinci Parks, a.k.a. Lee Bennett III, and sitting with me live in the studio is one Miss T. Rich. Hey, guys. Dialing in, we have Miss K. Savage. Hey, folks. And MIA. Sorry. It's all good. And MIA, we have Mr. Slim Williams, who is not with us. Um, that's my fault, actually, ladies and gentlemen. Just full disclosure, we had a really good show recorded on Sunday. And for some wow. reason or another, I I, I, it I didn't know how to record on Sunday. I don't know what happened. We had a great chat. We had a wonderful conversation. It was a wonderful yeah. conversation. <laughs> that's what it was. And it's one of those things that we were able to experience and unfortunately not share with y'all. So uh, this is kind of like take two, minus slim. So today is April 4th. Happy birthday, Joe Scott. Happy birthday, Jill Scott. Happy birthday, Jill Scott. April 4th, 2017. Again, this is flashblackradio.com. Getting all the fun stuff out of the way. If you want to listen to us, of course, you can check us out on SoundCloud. You can also check us out on Google Play and iTunes. If you're on your your phone, uh, be it an Android or an iPhone, go to My Music under the Google Play or uh, and pull a podcast or the podcast app on iTunes. And also, please follow us on uh, Flashback Radio uh, and Flashback News on Twitter. Uh, check us out there, and of course, the website and the Facebook group www.flashbackradio.com. All right. So now that I've gotten all, all of that out the way, which is a lot, I apologize. Um, what's good? So, <laughs> <laughs> did you guys get a chance to see um, Humble K Dots? I did. Video? Yes, I did. So, did I watch the video? Did you hear the song at least? I hear, I, yeah, I'm I'm over it. So the thing that I wanted to bring up, um, apparently it flew all over my head, but apparently uh, there was a little bit of a feminist backlash to humble because he. Uh, hold on, let me pull out my notes. I'm sorry, I'm old. Because he said. Oh, that was the, 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 the stress marks in the cellulite? Yes. He, about like no Photoshopping. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like no Photoshop, no fake nothing. Just like, let me see some stretch marks. Yeah, it's, why and... is that a bad thing? Because that's that's what most of us do, see? Uh... Well, apparently some of the feminists <laughs> said, this is just a man, again, telling us how we should present ourselves to the world and Why? So I just want to okay. So I'm just going to be the the, the stupid man that's going to respond to this first. Um, but my question would be, why would you want to discourage a man who's saying I want to see you as you are and celebrate your beauty for what it is? I don't know. I didn't get it. Okay, because I'm just, I'm just checking. Feminist, because everybody wants to be all inclusive now, and I just feel like on the one hand, I get it. On the other hand. I feel like there are actually really harmful and damaging messages that are going out there in the world. So like, you know, when a dude like Kendrick says as a rapper, you know what I'm saying? 
who is saying, like, I'm tired of all this Photoshop shit. I don't want some bitch that's, like, plastic from head to toe. Show me a girl with some stretch marks and, you know, like, just a regular person. I feel like on some levels that is an affirmation of women to be comfortable in their own skins. Mm -hmm. Because the other reality is you have, like, Nicki Minaj and, like, the human Barbies on the other side of the spectrum. And I think that like, I can't think of a housewife, you know, that doesn't have something on her that is like just artificial, you know, and not necessarily in that it's a, you know, like not to knock it, but it's like, you don't see a lot of natural beauty on TV anymore. You don't see a lot of natural beauty in the media anymore. I know people think that Alicia Keys is really obnoxious, but I totally applaud her for that shit you know what i'm saying like everybody the majority of the women in the world don't go around with a bunch of makeup on Mm -hmm. and even the ones that do don't have makeup teams to make them look like the people in these magazines and then there's all these different tips and tricks that are going on in the magazines you know during production and then post-production and so like I just feel like to the people who think that kendrick is trying to be a man trying to tell a woman how to look, host it down because like (laughs) he's just telling you as a man what he likes. And I think we have to look at it in context because context is everything. And we live in a quite plastic world nowadays. Which is also what he said in the song. Sit down. Right. Stay humble. (laughs) It's like, why why are you guys not making connections here? uh, I I mean, because people hear one thing. Oh, it's almost like people are just which, waiting for something to, to, to find. Be to be, okay, yes. it's, it's good that you mentioned that. So I read an article. I, I want to say it was on Vulture.com, and it was just something that uh, I happened to see on my phone. I don't, I don't know if, if everybody has an Android phone and, and uh, that's on this that that's talking right now. But I have an Android phone, so there's a thing where you like have a Google Now, and it'll, it'll like curate your news based upon your different interests and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it just happened to have something about Dave Chappelle. This is about a week, week and a half ago. And I was like, okay, like, you know, I just want to see what people are saying. So this is a very long article about Dave Chappelle and how he wasn't funny anymore. Was it about how the times have changed, but his comedy hasn't? Was it that article? It might have been something along those lines. Basically, it made a comparison between, like, you know, Eddie Murphy and how Eddie Murphy stopped when he was on his high in terms of being funny after Raw, but it was still very mean and very, like, you know, tone deaf. And it's like, at the time, it wasn't mean and tone deaf. That's just our understanding. Like, you know, you look at it now, our understanding of HIV AIDS at that time was if you kiss somebody, you could catch that shit. That's what people thought. You know what I mean? Looking at it now, that shit is laughable. But that was just our understanding back then. And it was relevant and funny back then. And if you can look at it for what it was at the time, that shit was funny. Now, personally... Digress. Just, just on another path. I just think Delirious was better than Raw, but I digress. It was, it was this whole setup to say how Dave Chappelle had been away from the game too long, and being super rich, he couldn't identify with what funny was and connect. And the only people that could really do it was, to a certain extent, Louis C.K. and Kevin Hart. But he, he's not really been away. He's been performing. He's been... Oh, well, let's not use that logic. And let's not talk about Chris Rock, who's still fucking hilarious. There are a lot of comedians who... George Lopez is hilarious. No, I'm just saying, if you're saying like he's been away from the yeah, game, well, he, I'm, 
this is the, this is their narrative. Ah, okay. This is their narrative. I'm just I'm just I'm just telling you what I was reading. So and I'm I'm paraphrasing. I'm not using the exact language, but this is the gist of what was being said. And it was saying how insensitive he was uh talking about like um transgender and how white tears. Huh? White tears. Yeah, yeah. He was talking about LGBTQ and like how he was insensitive with that and you know, like he was talking about like a, a, a black people walking around in high heels and how insensitive he was to LGBTQ. And like, did you completely miss that fucking joke? Mm-hmm. That that joke was actually speaking to both sides of the, the aisle on that one. It was a very intelligent joke, and what made it funnier, or not funnier, but actually more upsetting for me, was then looking down in the comments, which you should never do. You should never look in the web comments because there's look Satan lives in the comments. Yeah, and this is one person just said, in the, "I always found him to be quite dim." I'm like, "Who the fuck are you talking about?" No, I mean, well, personally, I preferred the first one to the second one. I do too, but that's the one he was talking about. That's the one this article was like trying right, and to- and I remember the jokes from that. Yeah. But I preferred the first one to the second one just because I think the first one was more in line with his his style of comedy, mm-hmm. um, more like kind of drawn out stories. The long and then game. you kind of right, yeah. link yeah. back. Um, and the second one didn't feel as- like organic to his com- comedic style, it was more like I got jokes. Yes, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. tell these jokes, it, and it was funny, but it's just not what it wasn't. What it the, felt more like well, testing. Think, yeah. Okay. I think the first one was like Dave as a writer, and I think the second one was Dave as a stand-up comedian. But as a stand-up comedian, he doesn't do jokes. Jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also think that. Even though he's been doing stand-up, the reality is his strength really is as a writer. Not that comedians aren't writers, but I feel like he's better at like the scenario. Mm-hmm. Now he's very cerebral because he lays a very you know, vivid picture. Right. So he's better at the scenario and the story than he is the jokey joke part. Right. And I think one of the issues with <clears throat> excuse me, the fact that both of the specials were released simultaneously at the same time is that one was really more like a John Leguizamo one man show Mm -hmm. type of thing Mm -hmm. where like, I'm going to tell stories that are funny, but this is a piece of writing, you know, and it's going to develop over time. Mm -hmm. Whereas the second one was more straight up and down, you know, kind of like stand up ish. And I feel like to release them both at once and then to release the one man show, before you release the the the, the stand up, you know, is kind of like I feel like people. I think there are people who probably weren't going to watch the second one, but did because they have friends who said, "Oh no, it's much funnier. You should watch it." Because I think that there's a lot of people who just don't want to think, and I think that the reality is that you know, it was easy to laugh at Dave Chappelle when he when when we weren't living in the age of Trump. It's much harder now because he's making things that are making white people think. And I think that a lot of white people don't really like to have to think about stuff like that. And I think that Key and Peele, like we said in a conversation before, excuse me, is that, you know, as mixed children, they have a slightly different perspective. And there were a lot of sketches that they did that I just thought totally missed the mark on black people and presenting black culture. And I think that people like Kim Peel because a lot of times they do miss the mark. They're more accessible. You know, to, 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 well, the, to the, to I the, mean, they're more accessible to white people, yeah, but you know, saying. that ain't doing the 
something for me because if I don't find it funny, you know what I'm saying? Then like you, what you're really doing is making comedy with black faces for white people. But if a lot of black people are like, mm, then, you know what I'm saying? That's something to think about. And the reality is I know a lot of people who want Kim Peel to be successful, but how many people, black people, do you know that watch that shit all the time? I know a couple. I know a couple. I, I want to say with, without him being here, I want to say that Slim watched it. I know I did. Because I don't. I, honestly, I watched Keen Peel, but I watched it more t- more so on the on the YouTube. Uh, you know, basically like you know the the actual skits that were like, okay, watch this one, watch so this a one. Sketch at a time. Yeah, I, so even then, that's like buffet style. Yeah, like, you, I'm not gonna lie. You're yeah, not watching but, a whole show. Yeah, it, it was. It wasn't. You know, you're not watching a whole show. You're watching this. The skits that you think are funny, yeah, but it wasn't to me. It wasn't like one of those. It wasn't like one of those things you had to sit down in the moment and you had to watch that shit like Chappelle show, like Chappelle show. You wanted to sit down before anybody got a chance to spoil it for you. It's almost like Thrones or Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. If you sit down late on that, then you behind, and then all the shit that comes out on on Facebook, you just mad at yourself when people start tweeting all the jokes and shit. You know what I'm saying like right, Kane Peel right. to me, there's some really funny skits in there. That's my opinion. I understand now, but at the same time, there were some things that just didn't hit the mark for me. I'm a big Star Wars fan, but at the same time, there were some things in Star Wars that just didn't hit the mark for me. Where they did skits, just wasn't funny to me. It was like really drawn out. So it's like it's like I can understand how people might say some stuff was not for them, and I'm not mad at that. But um, I I I just think that I think there was some cultural. Uh, there were some cultural disparities that made that line harder for them to basically discern. Whereas, like you know, Dave came from like '80s crack era DC, <laughs> and he was he was performing in the '80s as a child right. in the club. Like like get me in the club, I'm gonna get on the mic, and I'm performing as a child. So he's been in the game for a very long time, and he's he's very like you know astute. And as a comedian, one of the biggest things that I think a comedian is supposed to do is he's supposed to be able to observe and report. And I think that's the uh-huh. same thing about a poet. So from my perspective, exactly. I think the two most honorable stations you can have um, is to be a master poet or a master comedian because they can rise above any other station. They could talk about that reverend who's in the pulpit talking bullshit and you can call them on it. You can talk about the president and when the president ain't doing what they're supposed to and call them on it. You can talk about anybody in any station in life and at the same time, you can be flawed. Richard Pryor, to me, is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, comedian of our time. You know what I mean? And he was a flawed person. But know what made him beautiful? He told you about it. Before anybody else got a joke about it, he did it first. Yeah, talking about getting drunk and shooting his own car. You know what I'm saying? And put everything out there. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, he, was, he, was, he had a troubled history. But he put it out there for you. And once he's like, okay, now that I talked about me, let's talk about this black and white shit. I think for me, All like right. Dave Chappelle is funny and Kim Pill are slightly amusing at best. Dave Chappelle yes. is hilarious. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Well, let's not, you know. Yes. I think Kim and Pill are funny. But. Even when I've looked at, you know, bits and pieces of their, their skits, their routines, there's some, I mean, I've never like all out chuckled and laughed like I have at episodes of um, The Chappelle Show or even yeah. at his stand-up <laughs> routines. Mm-hmm. Um, usually with Key and Peele, it's just like, oh, <laughs> oh man, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but nah. Yeah, but nah. It's okay. going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hit him with the Randy Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dog. It's going to be a no for me, dog. Ugh. All right. I, I can dig it. So, I mean, I I, I, I thought that was, that was, yeah. But I, I honestly, I think the second one was funny. I just, I don't compare the two of them. I look at them as two separate bodies of work. If I had to say which one I mm-hmm. preferred, I preferred the first one more. Age of Spin, to me, was just a... I like the fact that he, when he gets into the point where he starts, like, you know, telling uh, those jokes the way he does in terms of, like, it stretches and starts 15 minutes. You don't even know, like, that you're in, like, a joke that's going to take you somewhere else. Because most people don't write jokes in layers. Most people write a joke. They tell you the joke. They set the premise. They they set the argument. And then they tell you, like, the punchline. And then move on to the next one. It's not a lot of people that know how to just, you know, lay that shit on there like, you know, just like a, a like seven layer dip. Just like boom. I don't know, I'm hungry. It was really good. I'm hungry. I don't know what that is. Like I was actually really uncomfortable at the Bill Cosby jokes and then he got to the end and it all made sense and I was like Right. I need to watch that again to appreciate it better. Yeah. And the funny thing is we were all laughing because uh the kids Slim and I watched it over here. And we were all laughing un- uneasily because it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, th- this is, yeah, mm-hmm. this is, this is okay, all right. It's like and I'm laughing, but I'm I'm giving you leeway because I know you're a funny dude. I'm laughing through my grimace. Yeah. So, but like the way he put the way he brought it home is just like again, it's masterful. Not not everybody can do that, you know. And there's some comedians that just know how to set an edge and just walk that shit. Like to me, like again, Bill Burr is one of those dudes. Like, like the way he did his set off his first comedy, to me was masterful because he set it off on such an awkward note that anything he said after that, it's like, okay, well, we already started off with that, so like we're just gonna we're just here, and that's why Dave Chappelle's like, oh man, up! If you can't get through this, you ain't gonna make it to the end of the set. It's not gonna happen. No lies were told. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so. I, I guess I, I do want to talk a, a, a couple of things. Uh, ladies. I, I'm sorry. Can oh, I go ahead. Just Please. jump right in? Please, go ahead. Um, this week in, who the fuck knew I was still going to be standing for Don Lemon? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Shut up. He, like, did he get traded back or is he just like getting an award? I've heard somebody said he's, a, he's trying to get out of that sunken place. Yeah, I don't know if he's been traded back. <laughs> oh, yet, uh, that's even better. But he's um he's definitely trying to claw his way out of the sunken place, as Lee said. So, um, so what happened? You know, uh, Bill O'Reilly is, this dude. is a dirty old man. <laughs> and <laughs> apparently he started to lose advertisers because... Oh yeah, Mercedes-Benz pulled out. <laughs> BMW. It was like 14. Because he's like a wife beater and like a sexual harasser. I didn't know he was a wife beater. Yeah. That I didn't I think know. Think he like choked yeah. his wife and drug her down the he, stairs by yeah. her hair. He, he looked like he would be like a, a yeah. surly drinker. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that to just be shady. I'm just saying he just has that look like he looks like he'd get a couple drinks in him and like get the shit talking and whatever. Like, oh, fuck it. We can take it outside. So apparently, I can appreciate that. Apparently what he would do is, you know, like... Tells reportedly, excuse me, not apparently, allegedly. reportedly, allegedly. Yes, well, he would, liable. you know, like say the, to these young ladies who either work there or were guests on the show, like basically, like, hey, you know, I can help you out. And they were like, oh, cool. And they was like, yeah, but uh, what about this dick? And so then they just kind of felt like, okay, I can't say no because then maybe my career will fail. Da 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 da. So, so like, is that like the Bill Cosby hmm. thing all over? Hmm. Oh, no, that's Roger L's. 
to the T yeah. because Roger Ailes was his boss, and that was he set good. the stage for it. Uh, well, I guess that's right. Why they exactly, paid that was the tone. So they over there paid five women um, a total of three million dollars to just like shh, just go away. Don't that's all he paid. Them. Well, that we know of. Okay. So fourteen of the advertisers have pulled out. And <laughs> sorry. Yeah. So this morning, Bill went on the Twitters and said that Don Lemon refused to cover the Susan Rice story. And Don He's trying to deflect. Yes. Yeah. And Don Lemon, in pulling clawing his way out of the sunken place, said, and I quote, false. I did not refuse to cover the story, but I did cover your sexual harassment allegations. Did you? So Oh, hmm. burn. That's why I said that is this weekend. Who the fuck knew I was going to still be standing for Don Lemon? Who knew? Um, please don't get attached to these weekly segments because they're probably going to change. That's like because like, like <laughs> one, the other ones will get your cousin, get, get your crazy cousin. Get your raggedy relative. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to get I like it though. So I like shout it though. Out to Don Lemon. That's like twice now on this podcast. Yeah, that's that like I, that's like twice this year. That, that's yeah. more than ever last and year. That's more than ever in life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually. Yeah, he he's on a that that that's almost one more. That's almost a streak. Is what yeah. that is. So you, we're, we're I mean, you can't you, come Lemon. to the cookout or bring potato salad or anything. But nah, can't nobody just bring potato salad? We see you, Don Lemon. Oh, we okay. see you. You can bring chips though. <laughs> chips are safe. You can stop past the cookout. He can't bring nothing, and he can't take a plate, but he can have one there. Yeah, he, he you can bring chips. He can bring like, some chips and soda. Stop by. Nah, nah. He but he bring the mixes though. That's what I'm saying. He can bring the chips and soda. He can bring the mixes. Yeah, yeah. You can you can yeah, add the beer in the bring, chest. He can come <laughs> with wine with something. Bartles and James. <laughs> Not wine. Oh, you gotta be. You gotta be. You spiteful as hell. You get the no, Bartles he, and James in the Zemo, motherfucker. No, he gotta do that again. <laughs> Uh, so yes, uh, we're watching you, Donnie. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, cheers to Don Lemon. You know, well he he did cheers on New Year's, so we should fall back on that. He he, he got maybe turned he up. Maybe should get years. drunk more often. I don't know. Like, he got real turned up. I like, think that was like that was like a, he was a sad turned up. Like man, I, I got a lot of shit on my mind, and fuck this, I'm a I'm a turn up because why? Why not? Why not? Yeah. Um, a couple of things, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I want to also um while I'm thinking about it. Uh, urge that you follow us at Flash Black News and Flash Black Radio. Uh, but on Flash Black News, I've been stepping up my 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 Twitter post trying to make sure you are all informed. Got an interesting some interesting articles up there just today. Uh, one of them about Jess Sessions wanting to uh, cut back on the reviews of local police departments and basically saying that it's not the federal government's job to police the police. Because why would we do that and make sure that civil actions and liberties aren't violated? Because that's part of making America great. Yeah, there's that. Um, uh, also, EPA, um, I think last week, gave the city of Flint $100 million to repair their pipes. Now, the crazy thing is, although that's great, like, yay, they only took y'all like two and a half, three years, but... but um, they have until 2020 to fix the pipes. And I'm just like, why did they... Six years of lead water that's going to literally like kill like thousands of people, like prematurely. Like, uh, uh, I you know, cheers for getting it right, but nah, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about that. But 
There's a lot of that's not getting it right. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's just like they. Uh, I'm glad that something was done finally, but at the same time, why is that governor still there? Because in the, in the government is still in the office. Like, how is that possible? Why are there no like lawsuits? Because this was like collusion. Like they literally decided like they're going to switch the water supply. Like, why is everybody not mad at this? I don't know. Because it was poor people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mostly brown. It's poor people. Say that poor working class people. And a lot of them, yes, were brown. But there's it, a mix. Poor poor tends to stop, you know. I'll just, I'll just stop there. I'll just stop there. I'm just, I, I can just, I can feel like Chrissy about to hulk up. I'm like, no, I'm just going to stop while I'm in. You know, I, I was actually going to say that, like, I have taken this approach that I don't listen to any unfiltered news coming out of the administration. So I really, unless I catch something on NPR, only catch stuff like two or three days after it happened because I don't want to listen to any audio clips of Trump. So, I mean, if it's not a transcript form, I'm not interested. Like, I just find his whole presence to be assault. You know what I'm saying? I actually had to watch Sean Spicer, so I can figure out why Melissa McCarthy was so funny. Not because it wasn't funny on its own, but because I was but like, now well, that I you've seen it, that shit's hilarious, right? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because I was like, I feel like I need to watch Sean Spicer after this. You know what I'm saying? Because I hadn't seen him in action and I haven't since the one time that I did a little bit of research to find out why Melissa McCarthy was funny because you know what? I find that shit to be like assault and battery on my spirit and my psyche, and I just can't do it. I, I will say this about um, Sean, what I find interesting about Sean Spicer, and I don't recall this in the last administration, but there seems to be like if you are on MSN.com, for example, um, at the opportune time, there will be like a red bar that flashes on the screen saying that the White House is giving their daily press review. It's like it's like he's almost must watch TV because you know, we don't know what this dude's gonna say, or how wrong he's gonna say it. It's just like I don't understand or how offensive he's gonna be. Yeah, or how out of pocket. Was, yes. Yeah. Don't shake your don't head. Don't shake your head. No, no. Don't shake your head. Like like yeah, y'all getting way out of play. This is overly comfortable. I'm overly comfortable. That's what this is. This is all this is. The great America. So um, Gorsuch is supposed to be up for like um, a Senate vote. Um, on Friday, Democrats have vowed to say, hell nah, we ain't going to do it. I don't understand why at this point, though. That nuclear option ain't going to be nothing but ugliness when it, it comes to bite us in the ass later Yeah, on. but on, on top of that, here's my whole thing. And I understand that everybody's trying to do this whole party line shit, which is frustrating to me because this party line shit is only detrimental to the people, right? But what's frustrating to me when I listen to this whole... You know, this whole belly aching, especially coming out of people like Mitch McConnell and Rand Paul and so forth and so on. This idea that they're offended and appalled that the Democrats don't want to vote on Gorsuch when they literally like shitted on uh, Merrick for seven and a half months. They wouldn't even hold a vote. Like, is, and here's the thing that I don't get. And I know I said it. It's cool. But here's the thing that I don't get. That's why I was saying I wasn't saying here's the thing. I'm saying here's the thing that I don't get. The thing that I don't get is if you weren't going to vote for Merrick Garland, just hold the vote and then just say no. What is the problem with saying no? If like if y'all don't fuck with him, then just like just hold the vote and say nah, we're not gonna confirm him. Why not hold the vote? That's what I didn't get. So I was just like, I thought that was like really cowardly, and for them to come back 
you know, a couple so, months later and then turn around like, oh, this is unprecedented. No, it's not. Y'all just y'all well, literally it, just did this shit yesterday. Well, it's I'm not unprecedented. More than I normally so do. Go ahead. We know that's a lie, but why I don't respect the Democrats move on this one is just as bad politics. Y'all gonna lose either way. Get out in front of the cameras, protest your vote. You know what I'm saying? But like filibuster for what? He 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 gonna get voted in. So like you know we just need to keep moving forward. I feel like a lot of this political theater shit is like a waste of my energy, and I can't pay attention to that shit. Well, I, I will say this: that there is a possibility, and I hear what you're saying, and I understand probability is that you're correct. So I, I'll say that off the break, and just like best of the vote. We ain't having no impeachment before they take this vote. Yeah, I I understand that, but maybe something happens before we take this vote. That, no. Wait, let me finish my statement. I understand the likelihood is no, but what I'm saying is. Maybe there's something that maybe one or two Republicans just get wind of or whatever. Maybe somebody thinks like, you know what? This administration is really compromised. There's some really bad things that are coming out. And this is a lifetime appointment that we're about to make based upon his recommendation. Maybe I don't want to do that. We are 70 some odd days in. I'm aware. Right now, anybody talking the argument that you just talked sounds like a kid trying to convince himself why he not going to do his homework because a major snowstorm is forecast. You're going to wake up in the morning, it's going to be flurries, and you're going to be short. Like, there is nothing coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Winter is not coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, winter, not only is winter not coming, but we are really in a spring thaw right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's so over. Winter so it's just kind of like, I think winter's here. I think like if we if we're gonna use the Game of Thrones analogy, I think winter is fucking here. That's what that is. I see White Walkers everywhere. <laughs> Do with that as you will. I tend to agree with you, Christy. There's not gonna be. You any. would agree with her. Nobody ever agrees with me. I don't know why. Well, I mean, my analogy it, it was a mixed one, but yeah, she understood. I understood. Too. Um, but I just feel like you know I'm all important. of this. I am kind. The, the, the political theater is just that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We are not getting a last minute Hail Mary. This is the fucking government we have, people. Anybody listening who thinking like something big is going to happen, it's going to happen after the fact. It's going to happen, you know, after. It's, it's, it's going to be like the Titanic. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they'll send lifeboats. You know what I'm saying? But motherfuckers are already be dead and drowning by then. So, like, you know what I'm saying? That Don't is the hold nature your of breath. our government, out. unfortunately. We're very reactionary to most everything. We respond to things after we we do not want to be forward thinking, um, which is kind of frustrating. Um, there was somebody on talk radio last week who was on Joe Madison's show. Um, um, I can't remember, but they were basically breaking down just the numbers as it um, as it uh, related to renewable energy and how the industry is growing, and it is growing twelve times the uh, the that of the the economy. You know what I'm saying? Right, but only in blue states. Huh? So, like, the very people who need to understand that it is actually a beneficial policy, you know what I'm saying, vote for lawmakers who don't, you know what I'm saying, bring that shit to their state so, like, they don't get it. So, it's like, you know, hipsters and granola and, you know what I'm saying, It's not just a blue, it's a red states, too, because wind, wind energy can be definitely middle America in the plains and all that stuff. So, that's not just, you know, like, yeah, there's solar. Solar's, yeah, on the, the coast and all that, but... Wind is also very like prevalent in the in the middle of the of the country, so mm-hmm. it's just like they're talking about the number of jobs that are unmanned right now and that they're growing and they pay way better than what coal does. And it's just like, why are we? 
why are we not even we? Why are some of y'all just so? I don't even. I don't even know how to even word this. Like it just feels like some why people are their so dick so hard for Cole. Why are they so hard for like destroying themselves? Like, are, is your hate for me so much that you would really destroy yourself? Is that really what it is? Because that's what it feels. No, like. I think. I think in places like coal country, a lot of times it's... No, I'm just talking about for this administration to be in. That's what it feels like. Oh, well, I mean, this is rich motherfuckers looking out for rich motherfuckers. Yeah, but this is poor motherfuckers that put them there. Well, you know, (laughs) that's their fault. Right, I mean... Okay. I'm cursing. Voting voting against their interest is not a a thing that's new in America. But it's, it's on another level, though. You know, it is doesn't it, feel like it's on the no. These niggas so. fought a war for slavery. Yeah. And most of them didn't own slaves. That is true. That is true. The idea. That is true. But so that was another a, level was then chart. too. So I'm not saying it's never been on another. I'm just saying, but this is this is a higher There was a chart in the Washington normal. Post. Um, I think it was the Washington Post the other day. Tina Fey gave a talk and said basically, like, white women, this is your fault. You can't look away. You did this shit. Uh-huh. And on the side, there was a little chart that shows that going back to, I think, Nixon, white women have overwhelmingly voted for the Republicans, the with the exception of Clinton. Well, you know why that is. Well, both times. Clinton had that little magic finger when he said, look. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. So I mean it's not this is this is nothing new. Hello. So now I mean it's I mean you keep seeing these things of like, oh, I mean, well when he said he was gonna do this, I didn't think he was talking about me. I didn't think it would affect uh-huh. me. I mean, I know he said he was gonna XYZ, but I didn't think it was going to impact me. Right. So because all they hear is like they hear the rhetoric and okay, well it, it affects the other. It affects the other. And no, I'm not part of the one percent. But you know, I think there are certain boxes that I check that make me special mm-hmm. that other people can't check who are also not part of the one percent. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll get fucked. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I think one of the things that needs to happen because I, again, one of the the uh, missions of Flash Black Radio is not to just uh, put information out there and try to empower people and help people to be more informed, but it's also to provide solutions. Um, I can't, at the end of the day, provide a panacea for this situation. I'm one person. Uh, this platform is designed to help people to hopefully have more discussions with them, them and theirs. But at the same time, I will offer this. Perhaps it's time for some of us to stop looking at others as others and look at them as human beings who have human needs. I just want to run down a couple of things. This Associated Press put out something the other day, um, and it was entitled something to the effect of, let me actually, I can read it. Uh, bit by bit, Trump methodically undoing Obama policies. And it was so lovely as to put in the, the different things that Trump has been doing because so many people are still oh you got to give Trump time it's only 70 days in well let's just look at in huh. 70 days the things that he's done okay uh climate change he's rolled back policies on that 
It made it okay for you to dump shit and shale and all types of other crap in the water and also made it possible for people to like, you know, pollute like large bodies of waters that sovereign lands like the Native Americans who have sovereign land, you know, considered to be sacred. They can pollute all that. That's fine. But you um, don't need water to live. You, you don't need water soda. to live. No. Um, internet privacy. Fuck everybody's internet mm-hmm. privacy. All that is free. They can sell it as they want. Your history, all that nasty stuff you do on the internet, you know who I'm talking to. Wink, wink. Hello. You know who I'm talking to. All it right. affects you if you're watching porn and God hates you anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. All that is up for grabs because they can sell that. That's your information. But know what? Internet privacy says, nope, no more. It's not yours. Uh, abortion and family planning. They've already put in measures to say, hey, you know what? Even though 3% of the budget of uh, Planned Parenthood roughly goes towards abortions. The rest actually goes to like you know education, uh, Pap smears, uh, mammograms. And none of that is government funded. Right, right. All of it is paid for by the people who actually get the procedure. Right. So like all this, all the good that they're doing with this, even if you're, even if you have issues with abortion, whatever, it's three percent of the issue. But oh uh, yeah, let's do that. Should only be having sex to procreate. Uh yeah, Keystone. I just mentioned that. Let's see what else. The code access. I mentioned that. Uh, fuel efficiency. Like, know what? We don't need cars to be more fuel efficient. If you want to make gas guzzlers, fuck that shit. Make gas guzzlers because we all want to pay more for gas at the pump, don't we? Oh, about that. That means that you know the the uh the fuel companies continue to like rape us at the pump as well too. So we're gonna have more. Excuse me, less fuel efficient vehicles and higher gas costs. Y'all like that. I know you do. Transatlantic partnership pulled us out of that. I'm not actually mad at that. Um, uh, let's see. There's the whole Mexico ban in terms of like, you know, people can't like, you know, go back and forth over that. Uh, he said he's going to build a wall. He's going to build a beautiful wall. He's going to do it for 10 to 15 billion and Mexico was going to pay for it. And then he submitted in his budget 25 billion out of y'all money that y'all going to pay for to build a wall that ain't going to work. Well, they saved all the money from getting getting rid of those abortions at Planned Parenthood. Well, no, it's not just that. It's also like feeding the homeless veterans and Meals on Wheels, um, cutting back money for Pell Grants and HBCUs. Um, we don't care about those things. No, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, but these are all very human needs. These are all very human are issues. They? No, they they happen to be human issues. You know, like education, you know, helps you kind of hopefully better your position. Housing and urban development, the largest cuts out of any government agency besides maybe EPA. Housing and urban urban development, six billion or something like that. I don't know. We don't, we don't. But remember, he did donate his check. Oh yeah, he did do that to like parks and recreation. Right, seventy thousand for the corner mm-hmm. for the quarter. Yeah. Oh, don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. Meanwhile, you know, I don't know if you saw this. Um, uh, there's some documentation that was uh, finalized. I think sometime in February, like on February 10th. I don't know. I posted it on Flashback at Flashback News. Um, but apparently, Donald Trump can, although he was supposed to have divested fully from his um, business investments and ventures, and said he would and never did. Um, he can apparently pull money in and out of, uh, basically, pull money out of that at any time he wants to, which is yep. They just a major did a conflict of interest. And oh, one more thing, ladies and gentlemen, while we're, we're, we're sharing information. This is something that everybody should be worried about. Um, Donald Trump is not necessarily a tough guy. He thinks he's a tough guy because he has money, right? But he hasn't dealt with like international thugs. Like he thinks Putin is his friend, but like if Putin and him were like in like a ring, Putin would beat the shit out of Trump. 
rip his head off and shit down his neck. That's just, I mean, I'm just saying, Putin's KGB. I'm just saying, Trump is not, right? So, like, on the world stage, like, the, the type of, like, decorum and the way you handle people on the world stage ain't the way you would deal with, like, contractors that you can just shave for money that you owe. So, Donald Trump, as of late, I don't know if y'all been paying attention, has been talking super tough to North Korea. Um, uh, Kim Jong-un might be- Had his own brother killed. He might be. Yeah. He might be. In the motherfucking airport, yes. in plain sight. That's like, some what savagery. Like, you know what? You might one day possibly be able to, like, take over my position. I can't have that. I can't have you existing in the world. So you If you look at die. how it was done, too. If you look at how it was done, too. It was just like, it was like yeah. But I don't want to get sidetracked. Kim Jong-un might be a little bit more off than Kim Jong-il, who was his father. Because everybody used to say Kim Jong-il was a little crazy. Kim Jong-un, I don't know. Okay, so if you're not aware, if you don't read up on this or whatever, let me just inform you what happens when he gets irritated with people uh, in his regime. Uh, there was a general who fell asleep in one of their meetings, and he had the dude killed for falling asleep in the meeting. But he didn't just kill him in the old type of way. He killed him with an anti-aircraft gun. That is how he kills what? the people in his regime that piss him off. He lines them up and has them killed with anti-aircraft guns. I don't think you understand what I'm saying, some of y'all. These are guns that are used to deter planes. He's killing people with. Read it. Look it up. I'm not making this shit up. He's done it on more than one occasion. It's multiple Rumor articles that I've heard. Huh? Rumor has it he's an opium addict. Oh, I don't well, know what opium. he is. Opium what I'm like, saying like is... I don't think Kim Jong-un would have as much of an issue letting one of them things fly. And we can't talk so, but so tough to North Korea because North Korea is under the skirt of China. And China is a problem. Whether you like China or not, Donald Trump, I don't know where your allegiances lie really, but China is a problem and you can't just talk to them reckless. They got a lot is of people. Is China a problem? China is a problem. And the problem is no. he's 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 no. he's making ultimatums. What, what? Wait, he's making ultimatums to North Korea. Okay, first of all, but he see, took a call from South Korea when he. I mean, not, um, what, um, what was? Um, but I feel, I feel like this is a very American perspective. We make up less than what, like a quarter of the Earth's population. I would know, say American. well less than that. You, so like, yeah, we make up. I, I don't know what our percentage is, but like China. China has over a billion has people. One fifth of the world's population that they are responsible for. Mm -hmm. And I feel like to say that, oh, China is a problem because they're trying to do the very thing that we're doing, which is have accesses to resources. That's not why I'm saying they're a problem. I'm saying I'm saying that China is a problem because you can't talk to them reckless like there would be no Well, No, that's not why China's a problem. That's why Donald Trump is a problem. Because China not talking. What, what, no, I, I get what you're saying. We're saying the same thing. It's just how I'm saying it, but I'm going somewhere with this. Oh. All I'm saying is, okay. like, right now, Donald Trump has been talking super tough to North Korea. And North Korea is allied, allied with China. So China's already said, hey, man, all that shit you've been talking to North Korea, you need to stop that. And the the Chinese president, Xi Jinping, or something like that, I can't remember. Excuse me for getting Xi the name. Oh, yeah. It's coming here. To Mar-a-Lago of all places we know Because that's what Trump likes to say next Friday And they're supposed to go down there and have a good time And they're supposed to talk about North Korea And say okay well we need to come to an understanding 
But you can't sit there and just make Huffy demands like he tries to he do. He's going to get schooled huh? and he's not going to like it. He's going to get schooled and he's not going to like it. I'm just saying you can't make Huffy demands with China. I'm just saying it's not is that this him blustering is going to put us in a bad position is all I'm saying. Not only that, but here's the thing that people really don't understand. Fuck North Korea in that nuclear bomb. If they want to, Seoul is actually like right on the border of North and South Korea. So they can literally just shell with conventional bombs Seoul into oblivion. And we all like our Samsung phones <laughs> and our LG TVs. And on top you know of that, saying? there's there, there's obviously like great tensions between North and South Korea on top of that. So. We all three of us mm. are still literally at war. Mm. We are still in a state of war with North Korea. It is not active. We have not signed a peace treaty. And North Korea and South Korea are technically still at war. There is no peace treaty. It's just a, a cessation of you know what I'm saying, Direct like action. hostilities. Yeah, yeah. But, it is. but you know what I'm saying. The reality is, we are all three of us countries that are still actively engaged in warfare and so like you know i think that we forget that and so yeah i think donald trump didn't know that crazy well he probably didn't so like this dude is crazy but the reality is he is operating in what is for him and you know technically legally what is actually a still very real state of war you know what i'm saying and like I don't know. We all know what happens to like rich kids. You know what I'm saying? Like the worst case scenario. So like we got the worst case scenario, rich kid with a nuclear weapon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just want to throw out there that this is this was verified by multiple news sources. But uh, when he was then president elect, when he was getting he was being briefed on some world stage issues, he asked on multiple occasions, why can't we just nuke them? And I, I just want to throw out there for anybody, if there is no like life after somebody gets nuked, not the, not the level, it's not like atomic bomb anymore. The level of nukes that we have at this point and at this point in time, whatever, wipes out like coastlines. So like the fallout from like, you know, because somebody fire on us, then I, I would assume that we're going to fire on them. The fallout from nuclear war is nothing pretty. And like, yeah, it's, it's, it's none of us here after that. So like the, the type of shit that he's talking right now is a very real thing. And he's basically has very real implications. And I don't think he understands that. I think he thinks he's in a boardroom where he can look at somebody and tell, uh, tell China that you're fired and it don't work that way. So that's the reason why I'm trying to point it out there. I get what you're saying, Christy. Me and you on the same page. I, I feel it. But I, I just want other people to understand those who were pro-Trump. To understand, I understand you're like, yeah, fuck that, we're American and all that and everything, but at the same time, y'all the same ones who don't want your boys overseas. This is not something that people want. Like, there's something called, I think, the eighth parallel, the life expectancy, 30th, 30th parallel, life expectancy mm -hmm. is five seconds because they got guns lined up or whatever. You got five seconds of life, them guns start going off. And that's just ground game, and nobody's using ground game anymore. They don't have to. They got nuclear submarines that stay out at sea. In the major nations, a lot of the major nations. They got planes. U.S. got planes that go undetected. Don't get picked up by radar. They just fly. They got drones. Like, the level of war that people are on in this day and age is not anything anybody wants to see if it gets on a major stage. What you do this time, Christy? I saw them lights. Who? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sounds like more old people dying. 
I thought they died in the morning. Yeah, that's what you said before. They usually do. I'm a little shocked. But it actually is going down the hill. Sounds like it's going to Georgetown. You know, somebody somebody might have slipped and fall in the tub. That's the thing. That is a I thing. know that sounds really morbid, but that's just life, people. <laughs> I get it. No doubt. No doubt. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, we, we've covered quite a bit. Is there anything else y'all want to throw out there? Any? 307 people have been killed by the police this year so far. Okay. Just Chewing gum season two hit today. I, I meant to tell you that it was coming out. That's what's up. Okay, yes, so you're aware. I've already done my first viewing. I'm about to do a second. Did I say that the uh, the, 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 the friend of Tracy on that show? The Indian girl? Is she Indian? I think she's Indian. Isn't she Indian? Is she is she Indian or she's just black? Is she black? I actually need to look it up. I think she's half black. She I might think. be, but I'm just saying it just it looked like there was a mixture going on, but she looked a lot well, she's definitely mixed, but she looks a lot blacker this season. Okay. But I'm just saying there's the she yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll I'll say no more than that's yeah. it. That's that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was I was, I was like, yeah, okay. She is attractive. Yeah, was that what you yeah, said? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. She's attractive. <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? I'm married. I'm not. I'm, I'm not blind. The word escaped you there for a minute, though. You were like, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "What's going on?" Yeah. What happened? He never. Fi- oh, that's what he said. You knew what? Oh so, yeah, saying. chewing gum season two. I don't know what else. I don't. Oh, think I, 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 um, uh, if those who watch Netflix also, the Get Down, the second uh, second installment comes out this Friday. April 7th. So if y'all watched the first round of the Get Down, uh, what is that? You haven't watched the Get Down on Netflix? Nope. Oh, yeah, you got to watch that. Gotta watch that. What's the premise? uh, The premise is uh, like like early hip hop being born, whatever. Oh, okay. Uh, But it's like uh, the old, uh, the main dude from Dope was in there, whatever. Uh, There's a, there's a, it it was was good. I, I say it's definitely worth watching. The first, Episode had me thrown a little bit because I was like, I don't know what I'm watching necessarily where this is going. Uh-huh. But uh, it had a lot of like actors you've seen, but at the same time, okay. it's, you know, it's like Giancarlo Esposito's like, in face, it. But who are you? Where you been? What's your name? Yeah, Giancarlo Esposito's in it. I've always dug him as an actor. Ooh, um, I love him. There, there, there are a couple people in it. Um, the dude that played Uncle Ice and paid in full. Uh, he, was, he was also in This Is Us. The, the father played in This Is Us. Oh yes, I he love has a very him. he has a very small role in or whatever, but he's in there, or whatever, bringing his energy in there. So it's, it's, there there are, there are a lot of actors that you've seen. Um, Will Smith's son is actually in it. Um, Jaden's in it. Does nothing for me. Uh, yeah, Jaden Jaden's not the best actor, but Jaden is an interesting person. I'll, I'll is he? That. I don't he's even not, know if he's, he's really acting. I think he's just Jaden being Jaden. I think so too, and I think that's probably yeah. But yeah, so anyway. I also feel that way about Brad Pitt. I don't think Brad Pitt really acts. I think he's just Brad Pitt in movies. I thought he did a thing in California. I'm for that too. Hmm? I think yeah, I think he's had a couple roles where I'm going to disagree with you. I understand and like more more people who've said that, I've had to kind of step back because I actually kind of dug for Brad Pitt's acting. But more people said that, I kind of had to be real. Like, wait a second. Okay, let me think. But California, when he's um, when he was playing early. I've never seen it. Uh, with Juliette Lewis. And he was like, and I was like he and uh, all dude from the X-Files. Plays Mulder. I'm familiar with the movie. I've just yeah, yeah. Seen oh, it. is that what what movie is that? California. 
Yeah. I thought he did his thing yes. in California. There are a couple ones I think he did his thing in. I, I mean, I like Legends of Fall, but I can't say he necessarily killed in Legends of the Fall. Um, I liked him in Snatch, and I liked him in Meet Joe Black. You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, I, you know, at the, at the end of the day, he's, I'm not going to say he's one of my favorite actors, but I, I think... I can't speak to his performance in any of those things, but I enjoyed looking at him. A lot of women feel that way. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Now, if somebody says some shit about Leonardo DiCaprio's acting, then I'd have a problem. Then I had to start running down like this. Um, I find him list. to be obnoxious, too. Yeah, he can be obnoxious all he wants. He's a dope actor, though. He's also starting to look a lot like Jack Nicholson. Yes, he is, but I saw that coming. He is a little bit. It's, it's funny. It's like Christian Slater started off looking like Christian, uh, Jack Nicholson. But like, yeah, I, I kind of see what you're saying. Like, yeah, Doesn't he still? Yeah, I said he started off looking like him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I, I hey man, you know, I, I think again we're we're gonna continue the conversation on this and we thank you so much for listening. There's so much more we could talk about right now. I'm just kinda I kinda wanna run back to the conversation we have on uh, Sunday, we man. We can't. Nah. We have the conversation was had already. Can't I mean we could place, revisit so. it at some we point. We could, but, but I mean at the end of the day, it's like it's I one think of those you things. Need it is. I think when we all four of us are present, we need to do a love and sex and relationships based episode. Matter of fact, let's do that. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to hear a love and sex and relationships episode from the usual suspects, that would be Kate Savage. Or not. Well, damn, okay. I was going to try to tease you it. what happened. Well, since we're taking suggestions, I like to meddle in people's affairs. So if you want some advice for free, Please do write in with your questions. I love a good quandary. I'm a licensed therapist. I charge for my advice. <laughs> I just got, really? I just got too much to say about other people's business. On that note, I think we are going to wrap this up. I think so, too. Thanks uh, for joining us. Uh, Please yes. find us where you listen to all your podcasts. Indeed. And also, shout out to Serene for being the first person on SoundCloud pew, to share pew, our, pew. our our uh, our SoundCloud uh this is shit you might have missed uh, episode, so we appreciate you. Uh, and be sure to leave us reviews. Leave us reviews, and here's the challenge for our ladies and gentlemen. If you like what we're doing, excuse me, let me say that with proper English. If you like what we are doing, could you please tell five friends to check us out? And if they like what we're, doing, what we're doing, tell them to tell five friends and so on. Let's spread this thing. Let's make it global. Let's make it happen. All right. We appreciate y'all. Until next time, I am DaVinci Parks, a.k.a. Lee Bennett Third. Oh, I'm sorry. T-Rich. K-Savage. And again, Slim Williams ain't here, but you know, he's with us in spirit. We thank you so much for listening. Until next time, please stay blessed. Stay woke. You know, stay focused. Do your thing. Make the money on this. Stay woke. Yeah. I think I thought you were gonna say something else about the Kendrick Lamar joint though. I, I thought you were gonna be like ah yeah because you said you were over it, so it's kind of like I'm over it because I feel like I I know he hangs out with rich people now, and I just I don't like to hear my hip hop like that. Okay, I'm not mad at that. <laughs>